Joining the antidote is Logan Thompson of Symphony of Heaven. Good to have you here, Logan. Hey, man, it's good to be here. Symphony of Heaven carries a really long genre title, Christian Symphonic Blackened Death Metal. Can you explain what that actually means? The best way I can describe it is um, taking the elements of all the music I like the most, and I guess that's just me. It's somewhere in the middle. It's It has its symphonic elements, it has its death metal elements, it has its black metal elements, and just big emotional music is, is, is really what kind of comes out of me, um, whether that be pick an emotion and, and try and take that to its extreme and convey that maybe it be something that's happened in my life or something that I'm passionate about and trying to take my heart and soul and put it all into the music as best to my ability, which ends up coming out as Christian symphonic black and death metal. You could probably throw melodic in there as well. So, <laughs> I think you're the only band on Nostril Recordings that I've never actually had an interview with. So I guess, you know, we're long overdue for this. What about telling us about the other members of Symphony of Heaven? Absolutely. And I guess I'll preface that with this Symphony of Heaven started as just myself, a one-man project. Um, I could not locate any other musicians when I started, and I wanted to make music, so I acquired the means to do it, and I can pretty well play all the instruments, and so I just decided to start it. Then when it started to look like I wanted to turn this into a live act, uh, really, honestly, God just put people in my life that have blessed me with the ability and the, avail and the availability to be able to play, to um, put their heart and soul into it as well, that we're close enough within driving distance that we can make this work. Um, so the other members are uh, David Napier. He is the other guitar player. He is from also the band Tamoritus. And uh, the drummer is Mason Beard of the Bearded Dragon Productions and Mystic Winter. And the bass player who has been with us uh up very recently is Ero Tertusen from uh, the band Renaissance and the Slave Eye. Uh, I love that guy. He is just, he's amazing. He really is. Uh, it's been an honor to share the stage with him. He was a late addition uh, before this show, and he has come on and picked things up wonderfully. I couldn't be happier. We have to talk about what you're putting out, because musically, this is gorgeous. But it's the lyrics that are really the standout point for it. This is intelligent metal. So give me your thoughts. Do you think that metal bands are too dependent on the music and ignore the lyrics? I absolutely think that can be the case a lot of times. Uh, I notice that. Um, and it may be more in the genres that I'm not as a big a fan of. I think in maybe more in the core side, death core, metal core, or just kind of, I would, I hate to say, but maybe lower level bands that <laughs> they're just hey, i mean i'm a lower not, level band a lower level band no, no well no. i i guess i mean by the fact that like it's just a couple guys that like yeah i can play i can play let's just throw some riffs together and they don't take any time to let it sink in there, there's not that composer mentality of writing a piece of art um not that i'm saying my stuff is the greatest in the world but that is the try and the mindset that i try and go into it with so in lyrics especially, that is where it's at. That is, when I sing those on stage, that is my prayer. That is my shout out to God. That is what I want people to know. That's my self-expression that I want to bear my soul to the world. 
to express myself to possibly come alongside somebody that might hear the lyrics and say, hey, I've been there too. You're not alone. We all suffer in this life. We all go through bad things. I know that helps people because it helps me. So definitely I, I take a lot of time and a, my lyrics very seriously. And that shows because with your debut release, The Season of Death, I mean, critics described it as a masterpiece. Really, I've got to agree. You must pour just a ton of effort into all this. Absolutely, yes. Uh, that first album, it's funny, I, that was really the, my first experience at length with home recording and taking the time to do it. And it, it takes a lot of time to do it everything yourself. Um, you do. You, you take your, your heart and your soul and you pour it into it as, as best as you can and the best way you can express it. And you just you pray that it comes out well and what the sound that you're hearing in your head that you can record. The album's called The Season of Death, but really the release is all about life, life with Christ. Do you feel it's your duty to lay out this path of faith? I, I've, I went into this band with the mindset that I would like to be able to plant seeds of faith through my art. I have heard a lot about the debate, is this a Christian band or a Christian in a band, and how the labels and everything else, I don't put a whole lot of thought into it per se. I don't care what you call me, because I'm going to play and write the same either way. I'm a Christian. My lyrics are going to reflect that, because that is my heart and my soul and my mind. I'm not going to write opposite of that. To be able to plant seeds of faith for people is really the goal here. Um, and, and also because I believe that God enjoys art for art's sake and beauty for beauty's sake. We look at creation around us, that's obvious. He's a creative God. He's a God who loves beauty. It's like instrumental music. There don't even have to be lyrics in it and it still speaks. It, and it all points back to God anyway. I'd like to talk about the closing song on the album, the one called Time Descending, and it speaks about God controlling the universe, even time itself. Non-Christians are uncomfortable with that, about God having power over our life. How do you assure them that it's okay? How do I assure non-believers that it's okay, that God is in control of their life? Um, I guess maybe for an unbeliever, I guess that depends on your mindset. Um, I mean, obviously, God wants a relationship with all of us. That's why he sent Jesus. He gave us a way to escape the dominion of darkness. But also, at the same time, if your heart is hardened towards him, the fact that he's in control of time can be a scary thing. It can make you angry because you're already angry at him. Um, so I guess it depends on how you look at it. For the believer, it's a comfort. We know we've already won we know that the victory is complete. While we have small battles in the meantime, the war is won. And yes, that is hard to remember in different seasons of life. But if we keep our faith, we come back to that. And But for a, a non-believer maybe that's, that senses that missing piece in their life, because we all know deep down that God is and that knowing that he is in control, and if you look back over your life, you see that maybe even for the non-believer, you think of uh, Cornelius and how God orchestrated for Peter to come all the way to speak to him. It shows me that 
if you seek him, you will find him. He's in control and he will make a way to beckon you back to him. What's the future plans for Symphony of Heaven? The future plans are to just uh, keep moving forward. Uh, with our first show at Audio Feed this weekend, that was a, a big step up for us. Um, plans are to keep booking live shows, uh, trying to make sure that we have availability with our members and, and really just getting everybody on board. I'll be writing the next album here within the next probably two months. I'll be starting on that. Um, I'm really excited for that. I really feel like I've grown from the season of death to the, the two songs on the Body of Christ split. In my mind, we're worlds apart. So I'm really looking forward to where I'll be now, even probably a year after writing the Body of Christ. Now, if you don't mind, before we close up, I've got to talk to your crew. Oh, yeah. Guys, can you introduce yourselves? Who are you? I'm Josiah Thompson. Mine is Jacob Thompson. And how old are you? Seven. I'm five. Does Dad pay you money? No. No. <laughs> Have you talked to him about not getting paid? Nope. You yeah. can now. <laughs> this one has before. <laughs> <laughs> Logan, thanks so much for your time, man. Appreciate it. Hey, man, thank you very much for having me, and God bless you, man.